right, what's up, bro? Not much, man. Uh, oh, it's good to see you, man. It's I, good to I, see you too. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to do this uh, early in the week, but I was traveling with work, and I think I, I messaged you that you know my my laptop it was struggling to maintain a connection. Like I had to do shit for work, and I couldn't even stream on like my platforms that I use. So I was like, oh, this ain't gonna this ain't gonna be a good thing. It's all good, man. How you feeling? I'm right. I'm right. Um, getting over a cold. Ain't COVID. Uh, because I was, I was, I was up north in Northern California for work, and uh, I had to get tested every day for COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, to even get access to the mocap studio, so I passed all those. It was just like the last couple of days I was there, I started feeling like sniffles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got kind of bad, but it's just it's just a cold. I'm good. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. That's good to hear, man. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 doing all right. I uh, I'm like covered in mosquito bites on my legs, and then oh, the the ankle biters, dude. That's a I, thing. I I know it's yeah yeah. I had them. I had them too. But like something bit me on my arm, like la or two nights ago. Can you see? It's all red. I just see all that beautiful line work with the tattoo <laughs> on that on on that right arm. It's like that's gorgeous, man. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, yeah, something bit me on my arm, so I like uh, I went to this record release party last night for this band, uh, Fay Tooth. They're like a <clears throat> doom metal band, and um, you said a I, doom metal yeah, band? Yeah, doom like metal. Doom like, is like the video game or no, Doom no, no, is just no, no. Doom it's, and Gloom. It's like a yeah, like a a subgenre of metal <laughs> that's like uh heavy and slow. Oh, okay. And uh so they had a record release party I went to that and um when I left I bug bombed my bedroom and and Grayson's bedroom. So hopefully I won't get bit. It, right. it feels like a spider bite. Oh shit, that's the worst. So you so it was outside. No, no, no. So the I got bit here. By oh, my arm, by oh, my arm, oh. and then the ankles. Like one day, uh, I had my garage open for a bit while I was working out because it was super hot, and it was just like a little bit. And then my legs got trashed. And then I was at a client's house in her garage, and uh, I was wearing shorts and shoes, and my legs got tore. And it was in the day, in the middle of the day, and I was like, okay, it's just it's pants only until it's cold, cold again. Yeah, I, I was I was just gonna say it's like what, what are you rocking capris? Yeah, or what? And, <laughs> no, just a short, no, like like yeah, uh, shorts, Muay Thai shorts. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, no, yeah. you gotta. Yeah, I don't I don't work out in anything other than butt pants. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cover that shit up, man. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry, man. Get some gold bond on that. Put some ointment. <laughs> Put some ointment. Yeah, yeah. Last night I opted for some Tylenol and then some whiskey, and that was just pretty good. It didn't bother, oh, me. It didn't that, bother that, me too much. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. That, that, that's also good. Probably yeah. better than what I just said. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, let's let's start the show. Welcome to episode eighty-one of the Bombcast. Yes, sir. I love that. I love that, bro. 
<laughs> Man, you are the best producer of any podcast. Oh shit! Ever. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you, man. I yeah, yeah. You're fucking amazing, bro. I, I appreciate you, that, but I love you too, man. I love you too. Uh, oh <laughs> shit! That's it. That shit gets me going. Like I know it's good, right? Why did we wait so long to have an actual opening? To I don't this, know to this show. <laughs> I don't know. That shit is brilliant. I love it's, it. It's the same reason we waited. Yeah, I don't know, like 75 episodes to be consistent with, with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, was. <laughs> yeah that, was, that, was, that, was, that was on me. Nah, it that was, was both of me. us. Yeah, we took like a year or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I enjoyed doing a, a solo podcast last week, but it, it, it's not as fun, man. It's really not as fun. I, uh, oh, wait, so you did, a, you did a show without me? See how much Brian pays attention to other shows? <laughs> Did everybody see? Did everybody see? <laughs> wow! He's like, oh, we, did... we put an episode out. I didn't even know. I thought, I thought, I mean, I saw the the, the tweets. So I, I I texted I texted Brian. Well, yeah. What do you think those were? I thought you were just kind of like re, uh, uh, like re-uploading an old one. Yeah. No. Not re, not not re-uploading an old one, but basically to say, oh yeah. By the way, if you didn't check out this one, check out. Oh this well, episode. I, I I did do that with. Uh, barbarian because that came out on hbo so i i re-promoted it's on hbo already yeah 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 oh shit for real yeah so i re-promoted the whatever barbarian episode 77 i think yeah um but then i texted you about like hey we should you know if one of us can't make it let's just do a solo show whoever isn't is available and then i didn't hear from you for a week so i'm like fuck it i'm just gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna do it. If he if he gets mad, then we'll deal with that later. But fuck it. No, no, I'm I'm not I'm not <laughs> mad at all. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I I missed that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I get I get weird when I travel, especially when I get sick when I travel. Whereas I just kind of silo in. Yeah. Where I'm like, let me just. It's and again, I think it's more. It had more to do with my 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 cold than anything mm-hmm. else because I was you know, worried that maybe I had COVID or whatever, but because I'm working with, you know, other talents and stuff, but I basically would, you know, finish up my day, get to my hotel, check emails for work for a little bit. And then I was like straight to bed, taking meds and just basically just trying to sleep this shit out and hopefully get past whatever I had. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all good, man. Uh, I feel like an asshole now. This guy. Can can you believe him, everybody? Uh yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, but I'm glad. Good. Well, I'm glad then that you 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 did a show. So you did it by yourself. I did. I did. And uh, what and what did what did Graham talk about to what himself? What did Graham talk about to himself? Uh I talked about this Hulu show called The Patient with Michael Scott. I oh, talked, I, I hear good things about that show. I really loved it. I loved it. I I yeah. I uh I spoiled from beginning to end. The entire series. It's really good. Okay. Um, and then I talked about uh, Kanye for a little bit, that jackass. And then I talked about uh, Clerks 3. Oh, oh, okay. So I did see that tweet about Clerks 3. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, and I, and I, I, I saw it. And I'm like, I never saw Clerks 3. I mean, I know you did. Yeah. And this like, is why, like, when I decided to do it. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I, sorry. I knew that, like, I knew you hadn't seen The Patient yet. And even though I told you a bunch of times to watch Clerks 3, I knew for a fact you hadn't watched it yet. So I was like, okay, well, it's easy to talk about this stuff because B hadn't seen it. So it's like I'm not uh, taking away that side of the conversation anyway. 
So yeah. I just did it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But Clerks 3, it's got a ton of problems, like, you know, with like some weird dialogue. And I talk about it in the episode, but like ultimately, uh, it's really beautiful, like really, really beautiful and uh, sad. And, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've only read a couple reviews of Clerks 3, but the one, the one, um, consistent thread of all the reviews that I read was that it, it definitely hits you emotionally where you didn't really expect it. Yeah. Especially for that franchise, for that movie. And I get that. And, and honestly, like I, I, that actually made me more excited to watch it knowing that there was like substance, heavy emotional stakes. Yeah. Because they don't, uh, and again, I haven't seen the movie, but for everything I've read, like they lean into the fact that it's like, yes, you were a grown man who were basically still stuck in your station from <laughs> right. where you were, you know, when you were in your 20s or whatever. Yeah. And it's like things change. Like we get older. It's like the evolution of growth. You know, you love. And I do and I, and I, I do know that Rosario Dawson, uh, she dies. Mm. So, I yeah. She doesn't die in the movie. She's already dead. She's already dead. Yeah. But Dante is dealing with that. So it's yeah. like, it's about grief, loss, and all that. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I, I didn't know that going in. I didn't know anything going in. I just knew that there was a third one. And then, yeah. And then, like, he's at her fucking gravesite. And I was like, what the shit? And, yeah, it's... it's um. But she's still in it. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, so yeah. they do flashbacks, which, you know... No, they don't do flashbacks. She is, like, a figment of his imagination at that point. So oh, she, she comes to him okay. a couple times to, like, you know, talk with him. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, she's always amazing. Yeah, I, lo um, I love her. I love her. I remember we... You know, we saw you and I and Amir. We saw the second one together at the theater at, uh, at the ArcLight. ArcLight, yeah. And that was the first time, like, we really like. I mean, everybody loves Rosario Dawson, but I it never really come up before. And that was the first time we both of us were like, "Fucking Rosario Dawson yeah. is she's is, everything." Yeah, yeah, she's, she's everything. special, man. She's special. She is the woman that I would like to hopefully marry at some point in time. Not hers specifically yeah yeah yeah. but a woman like her yeah she just i don't know i yes yeah, i'm a i'm a big stan of Same. dawson she's i, I she's just amazing yeah i just rewatched all of the comic book men series on amazon and you know that uh kevin smith you did you not know about that it's a you know, oh yeah, yeah yeah i do yeah yeah his I, comic I shop that. yeah his yeah. comic shop in, in red bank and uh in like the last season you know they're clearly trying to like bump up views so there's just like cameos by celebrities all the time like uh oh he's going through his rolodex like okay who do i know uh affleck no, probably no shit like seriously yeah. no shit it's like uh fucking um rev run comes in and then uh uh what's his name um lou ferrigno and then method man and then there's just like adam west there's just like all these people oh shit yeah um but like one of the last episodes uh, rosario dawson comes in and she kicks it with him for a minute. And uh, even there, just like fucking around in a comic book shop. I'm like, oh, and she's nerdy too? Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, I know. Man? I mean, I know she's nerdy just by the fact that she was dating that fucking, uh, that one comedian, Andre, whoever the fuck. Oh, right, right. Did she, did she date Eric Andre? Eric Andre, yeah. Yeah, they dated for a while. Uh, didn't last. Because like, yeah, like, yeah. She likes, she likes comic nerdy shit to a point. Yeah. Like, I'm her type. <laughs> I had the fine line of being a nerd with this shit, but I'm still cool. You know what sure. I mean? 
Sure. I think Eric Andre, I mean, he's got more in his bank account than me. I'm, you know, obviously. He's cool, though, too. He's a, he's a jazz, yeah, he's right. he's a jazz yeah. musician. And, uh, you know, have you ever watched his show, Eric Andre show? Uh, no. It's amazing. But I've seen him and stuff. And I, I don't dislike him. I think he's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in competition, I get it. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but his, his yeah. show, the Eric Andre show, is outstanding. It's, is that on Comedy Central? Uh, I believe so. Okay. It's insane. Like you've never, <laughs> you've never seen interviews like this. It's really insane. Uh, but super funny, like hilariously funny and weird. All right. So it's not a sketch show. No. It's like him interviewing people. Yeah. He brings celebrities in and basically just <clears throat> tortures them. Like they have no oh. idea what's going to happen. And uh, like he had, there was like a, this one episode with, um, I forgot. I don't know her name. Some girl from like the OC or whatever that old show was. Some blonde yeah. girl. And uh, uh, while he's talking to her, he like, you don't see it. But like what he actually did was like put oatmeal in his mouth. You don't see it happen. So you just think that he vomits on the desk and then he starts eating it up in front of her. And she's like freaking and he'll like release rats or snakes in the studio or like have people come by and tase themselves. It's but holy shit it's it's wild as fuck um okay All yeah right. it, it's so funny dude so funny he's had you know crazy rappers on there like get furious and try to fight him it's very funny all right well now that he's not uh dating rosario maybe i'll give it a, <laughs> you don't feel so give it a watch i don't <laughs> yeah. feel so bitter yeah. i'll give it a watch i'll give it a watch my, my mom did uh recently she did that uh dope sick that show on hulu yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom did that, and she so she was with Rosario a lot, and she says she's wonderful. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's that it's, just makes her even more nice to attractive. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's in it. Um, but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's a really beautiful and heavy movie. Like you can put aside like you know some of the issues with dialogue. It's mainly it, the dialogue stuff mainly comes from Elias, um, who's way over the top like he doesn't quite belong in this movie Elias uh, yeah I remember the one who was like the super Christian dude who with the troll fanny or the yeah the fanny troll the, or the fanny devil for, from clerks too he worked at movies he was like the skinny uh, white kid you know what's funny is I, I don't remember that character but I I like clerks too yeah and I know I know that's not a popular opinion but I like yeah I don't remember that character though yeah that's interesting Maybe I'm sure if, when if I watched him, three, yeah. if I saw him, be like, oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I talk about a lot in the episode how I, I feel kind of like some of the stuff he did in this movie, like the odd ball jokes. You know how like the, the movie is is closer to Clerks one and Chasing Amy, like in yeah. in in tone and writing. But he he also included like the goofy slapstick stuff of Jay and Silent Bob that movie strikes yeah. back and it's like it works in that movie because that's all that movie is it's just a slapstick comedy but it doesn't work in this movie because it's a, it's a serious movie with comedy um so it, it feels a little disjointed and what i felt like is that it was almost like he was um doing it to like undercut the seriousness like well i'm not taking it too seriously so if you don't like it it's not but you know it felt like a little bit insecure to put like kind of like nonsense jokes in a movie so like that. Okay, so you're saying that he kind of felt the need to I gotta, I gotta, I gotta comedy this up because we're getting too serious. That type of thing. Kind of, and I, 
because I don't know, because like Clerks is super funny and it's serious. Chasing Amy is super funny and it's serious and it's serious. But it felt like if because you know he gets a lot of shit for his movies, like he gets shit on a lot. Yeah, which I don't really understand. I don't either. I, I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith. Um, like I just am. Like yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of his movies. I'm a fan of the of the guy. I just yeah. I think he comes across as just a almost like one of us. Yeah. A guy that's just a fan of genre shit and he made these movies. Uh I mean, I don't like all the movies that he's done, but yeah. I mean that's every director that I like. Was like, yeah, you're gonna make some movies that I that I, I dig on and some that I don't. Yeah. But but especially when it comes to this universe, the view askew universe with clerks, mall rats. Uh, what's the one they did with the angels and demons? Dogma. Uh, Dogma. I love Dogma. Yeah, it's great. Like Dogma is one of my favorites that he's ever done. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Chasing Amy. I love Chasing it's Amy outside of how it ends. Yeah. But all right, I get it. So for me, it's like I'm 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 a big Kevin Smith guy. Mm-hmm. I just am, mm-hmm. and 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 I know that the, a lot of the things that at least when uh, critics will review his movies, uh, they the things that they uh pick apart as negatives yeah are things that i'm like no i actually like that right you know uh and i like his dialogue i like his writing me too um and i know that it's stylized to a point but it's every time i watch one of his movies especially in that view askew universe you know where he's got all these characters that are coming back there's just that familiarity yeah in that ease of like these people know each other yeah and I think the strength of that propels it for me into something above, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe it could have been written better, but everything that the characters say and how they behave for me just comes across as authentic to those guys. I agree, man. I I totally agree. I love it. Yeah. For for me, like the only issue I have with this movie in particular is one, like it's mainly the first half, the second half, it kind of spreads out and opens up a little bit more and, and it's, it's much more comfortable to watch, but like it felt like the first half, uh, he, he's he's cramming in jokes that didn't need to be there to, to like you know I don't know I guess funny it up or to say like I know this is serious but I'm not taking it that serious so like don't shit on me if you don't like it it felt it felt like that yeah um, okay and then also like uh, there was just not enough space between like we'll go back and forth when we're talking right you'll say something I'll say something we'll, but there's like at a certain point there's breath <laughs> you know somebody somebody breathes and then and it felt like in the first half of this movie there was just no it felt like a run-on sentence with the most of the dialogue gotcha gotcha yeah but it evens out and like i said like the, you know, whatever like because overall my feeling and experience with the movie was overwhelmingly positive and and uh um emotional all right all right yeah. shit i mean i, I rented trick or treat so but that was only three dollars I don't know how much it's going to cost me to rent uh, this Clerks <laughs> Three. If it's twenty dollars, it might be a while until. I see yeah, it. yeah. So, uh, so you you watched Trick or Treat? I did. What did you did. think? I uh, all right. So again, it's me, right? Three dollars. So, so everybody knows. Like this is a movie that came out in two thousand seven. I, I have always heard about it. Trick or Treat. It's got you know a character that. Me I, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd see it's like this little dude with a sack on his head and an orange little jumpsuit with a lollipop. And I just never watched it. And then I finally watched it and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I reached out to B and he, and he checked it out too. Yeah. So I, I rented it uh-huh. $3. Like you said, it's like Amazon $3. I'm like, all right, cool. $3, whatever. Like I want to do. 
I ended up falling asleep. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> about halfway through. Uh-huh. Actually, more than halfway through. But I, I ended up falling asleep. Only because I started watching it. I'm, I'm, you know, 43 years old. I can't stay up that late anymore. I was just, I just fell asleep. Not, it was not an indictment on the movie. I was just tired. Yeah. So I still had, so when you rent stuff on Amazon, like you've got like, what, uh, 48 hours. So I'm like, okay, I still got it. So I started watching it again. I picked up where I left off. I got close to the end. Fell asleep again. And I was like, fuck. And then, and then I lost the, the rental. But last night, when I was at home, convalescing with my cold, they had trick-or-treat on AMC. Really? It's yeah. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. So I'm like, score. So I finished it. Mostly. Okay. <laughs> but I feel I saw enough. I mean, I, I it was like. Because you know when you're watching, I'm watching on Sling, and you can tell like it's like this much left in the movie. Yeah. So I, I saw, I saw it, I saw it. I'm gonna claim <laughs> that I saw the whole thing, and uh, and like you, like this is a movie that I recently had because I, I knew about this movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. At least the imagery of that one character you were talking about with the sack on his head. Yeah. Like I kept seeing that, and recently. Uh, like last year, year and a half, like people were talking about how how great this movie is and how it came out, and nobody really gave it its props. And it's an anthology mm-hmm. about you know the Halloween season, and I really fucking enjoyed this movie. It's so good, right? It's so good, <laughs> and and so when I so when I went in knowing that it's an anthology, I was expecting a certain thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I generally like anthologies. I like movies or shows where it's like, yes, here's like the general kind of it's theme. A, it's a treehouse of horror. Right. And we're going to divvy it up. Yeah. Here's this story. Here's that story. Whatever. This movie, this might, this might be the first anthology that I've seen where there is no break. Yeah. It just goes. Yeah. And like the stories are all separate. I'm using air quotes. They're all yeah. separate. But the, ma- but the through line narrative never changes. Like it's just like, as if somebody was just filming yeah. a thing and yeah. here's this person's story, here's this person's story, and they and all like you see the connective tissue. Yeah, because it all it's all happening in the same town, the, on same, the same town night at the same yep. time. And yeah, and then they intersect. And it, yeah, 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 I agree. It was it's so fucking fun. It's yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, this was one of the most fun Halloween movies that I've seen. And I totally get how it's become like uh how was how was gained in popularity over the years yeah because yeah it's they don't make movies like this they really i can't think of i'm gonna t- i'm gonna mention one thing that just came out that is the only thing i can compare it to um but yeah it's it, it is a perfect formula for a, a horror movie yeah and yeah you're right it's it's so rarely done but it's at least with this movie, outstanding. Yeah. It's outstanding. Uh, I mean, it's super gory and weird, and you can't really predict what's going to happen. And it's it's great. It's just great. Yeah, it's it was it was a fun, it was super fun time. Uh, actors that you may not know, I think the probably the biggest actor in it was Anna Paquin. Yeah, it was it was uh, like was that pre True Blood or pre X Men? No, it's not pre X Men. Is after yeah, X-Men. not pre, not not pre. Oh yeah, because I think the movie came out in like what the two thousand seven. Well, 
No, I oh, was, oh, I think I think it was 2007. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I thought it was 2012. Maybe. Uh, but like even like the and and, and the one thing too is that 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 character that really is 2007. The character of the sack boy, mm-hmm. I think that's what he's called. Mm-hmm. Where he's, it's like this kid who's got, I mean, he's got a sack on his head, but it looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, and he's just always around. Yeah, on like Halloween. at the end of on Halloween, and like and at the end of like all of these individual stories, like you'll, you'll see him, and he doesn't really do much until the end, where he becomes. Well, he he does something right in the beginning too. With the girl from Lost and uh Was that was that him? That well I guess yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, so basically yeah. I, I didn't really pick this up when I watched it, but um I heard somebody mention it like randomly in a in a you know, cause I, I sculpt things. So I'm, I was watching some guy sculpt that character and he was saying he was like, Oh yes, uh this character, Sam or Sackboy or whatever, uh kills Is it people. Sam? I, I maybe. He's like he okay. kills people who this is what this guy said. He's like, he kills people who don't follow the rules of Halloween. So in the beginning, we see this girl. Um, she was in Lost and, uh, or no, was she in The League? I, I don't remember. She, the blonde woman. I can't remember her name. Uh, maybe people look it up. It was The League. She was in The League. The League. The League. Yeah. Um, Leslie Bibb. Leslie Bibb. Yep. Yeah. Emma. Le- Emma. Yeah. Leslie Bibb and her husband are coming home from like a Halloween party and it's on Halloween night. And then she starts taking down Halloween decorations. And her husband goes inside and then Sam comes over and murders her and cuts her head off and like <laughs> hangs it from the tree. Um, and, and then, yes. And then after that, you don't see him until the end uh, yeah. where he um, <laughs> where he tears apart. Uh, what's his name? Um, Brian Cox. And it, yeah, I mean, the, the cast in this is great. Uh, Brian Cox, the neighbor, uh, the guy that the principal Oh yeah, uh, dude. That guy. I did not. When that. Okay, so. Okay, I'm trying to find his name because he he's in everything. Like, and yes. I saw this guy is like. Oh shit! You're in this. Yeah. They don't have him on the. He's not. Oh, uh, Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker. Dylan Baker was the high school principal, who is and I and I love this again. Like, <laughs> you think he's like this buttoned up principal and he's you know doing this that and the other and he's the biggest villain in this entire fucking thing he's the worst person i've seen in any movie ever yeah <laughs> like it's it's nuts how bad and he he's is. grooming like he's a straight up murderer of children yeah and has a son and is basically grooming the son to do the exact same thing <laughs> you know like and they this bury is the, some macabre shit yeah and they bury the lead for so long so it's like yeah. you see dylan baker and he's like yelling at people you know basically like the get off my lawn type of idea and then this fat little kid comes up to his porch and then Dylan Baker like sits down and gives him candy and just poisons him right there on the step. The kid yeah. dies, but you don't, you think like, oh, well, that, he's not going to kill a kid on this. He kills this kid. He, he kills the kid. Yeah. <laughs> drags him into the house and he like chops him up in pieces. And then like, he's trying to bury him in the backyard and his son, Dylan Baker's son, who's, I don't know, five or something is inside the house, like talking to him while Dylan Baker's in the outside. And you just you kind of assume that like oh the kid doesn't know what's going on that yeah because I think the kid is saying hey dad let's go trick or treating like what what's taking you so long yeah and he's like oh I'll be there in a minute that uh, yeah whatever and then like it's revealed later he brings the kid 
downstairs and then you think, oh, he's going to kill his son because his son is like mad annoying. And then they're both like looking at this decapitated, hollowed out head of the of this fat kid that they just killed. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really intense. It's it's intense. And it, I, I was watching. I was like, holy shit. OK, <laughs> this is what I meant. OK, it this comes is what out this swinging. Is. It comes out. Swinging. It does. It comes out swinging. Yeah. yeah. And and that's and that and that's and that really was that really sold this movie to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, there are no fucks given. Like that that's just exactly based right. off of that, it's it's like uh prepare for the unexpected. Yeah. Because if we're if we're willing to go here, everything, everything that you think you might expect in this movie, it goes, it's like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Now I'm invested, now I'm interested. Yeah. Fuck. Not a lot of movies get away. I mean, a lot of movies, especially horror movies, kill kids, but like not like this. You know, it, it was like a, you know, the orphan, the first orphan movie. I was shocked <laughs> that this little bitch was killing, murdering yeah. children too. Um, yeah, it's it's wild, man. It's it's real wild. Yeah, did they do a sequel to this movie? I I know they've talked about it. I don't know if it ever actually happened. Um, Trick or Treat Two. Yes. Oh wait, no. It's 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 in the works. Is there going to be a trick? It's in the too? works. Okay. It's in yeah, active cause... development, according to the director Michael Dougherty. Uh... Oh, so just recently it was announced, like this month. Yeah, because again, like I think, uh, man, I can't believe this came out two thousand seven. So old. Yeah, because uh, it's man, Michael Dougherty. Yeah, what else has he done? Uh... Because it's one of those things where I think, I mean, 2007, I think I, I was probably still renting movies from like Hollywood Video or Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, 2007, I I had a Netflix DVD subscription. Yeah. I was getting DVDs in the mail from Netflix. Um, and I remember I remember seeing the the cover art yeah. of this movie and just never, I'm like, ah, whatever. And it, it didn't come out in theaters. So, and, that, and, that, and that's a stigma, right? Right. If it's straight to DVD, straight to video, block straight to video. Yeah. yeah, I was like, ah, I'm not really gonna. Oh shit, he did Krampus. Oh, did he do Krampus? He directed, wrote, and produced Krampus. <laughs> Krampus is fun too. And he did Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, okay. So he just did the new Terrifier. So I was. Did he? Did he do that? Well, no, I don't. I don't. It's on his thing. No, I don't think no, he. No, no, I don't no, think no, he directed. No, he it. didn't. No, he didn't. As a different guy, it just showed up. I guess. Oh, it was also yeah. searched for. I didn't. I didn't realize. Because um, I, I tried to watch Terrifier, and I was like, oh, it's it's just gore porn. I'm not interested. He also wrote. He's credited as a writer of X Men Two. Is that right? Yeah, and it's, uh, er, so X Two. He's credited writing Urban Legends, Bloody Mary. Never saw that, and Superman Returns. Wow. With Brian Singer. Wow. Shit. He's super legit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, th this trick or treat, um, like you said, I, I can totally see why it's become so kind of loved. It's it's uh the Anna Paquin story is like the vampires or werewolves? I don't remember. Vampires. Oh, uh, they were werewolves, werewolves. yeah. And, werewolves, and, and that threw me too. Yeah. I was like, and, and and I think that like when that when that when that situation happened, because you see Anna Pack when she's with her sister and, and their friends or whatever, or I don't even know if they're if they're sister, but but they're friends. Yeah, yeah. And they're going around and trying to find the, the cute Halloween costumes and all this. Yeah. 
And you're just thinking, okay, these are just, you know, these girls are going to get killed. Yeah, yeah. You think they're victims. Yeah. And come to find out, they're a coven, but not a coven of witches. They're a coven of fucking werewolves. And the way way they're talking, like they're speaking as if, like Anna Paquin's like, well, I've never done it. Like basically, it sounds like she's talking about she's never had sex. She's a virgin. Sex, yeah. And the other girls are like, no, you got to find a guy every year. You got to find a bunch of guys and fuck them. That's what it sounds like. But they're not talking about that. They're talking about bringing guys back to the woods and eating them because they're werewolves. No. Yeah, and then she ends up uh, the uh, the murderous principal. The principal, yeah, is dressed up in like Phantom of the Opera garb, and he like thinks he kills her in the middle of the street, which obviously she can't die that way. And then she comes back later, and he he gets dragged out into the woods, and they all eat him. They, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I was like, this is this. I was like, this is so brilliant, and, that, and that's why I was like, this is this is like the Pulp Fiction of. Halloween. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. The, the way that all of these stories that seem so uh separate, but they're all interconnected. Yeah. And like you said, it all takes place in the same town on the same night. And you're seeing all these different stories happening. But at the end of it, it's like that that connective tissue is all the way through. Yes. Yes. Uh, and with Sackboy, uh, cause he shows up at the end. And I and I love this too. So this is what I saw last night, which I didn't see when I rented it. So Sackboy is attacking Brian uh, Cox, yeah, the neighbor of the principal who's murdering children, right? And he starts he starts attacking Brian Cox. I'm like, oh shit! This because I, I I just thought maybe Sackboy was just going to be like this character that's in the shadows, like you see him, but right. then he goes. But no, he's front center. He bookends the movie. Yeah, it starts gnawing on this guy. And I love it. So, like, he's got this sack, but the sack looks like a pumpkin. Yeah. The sack is ripped off of his head. <laughs> and it's a pumpkin. <laughs> it's like a, a decayed pumpkin head. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. This yeah. is so fucking dope. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. And uh, he has, a like, a giant lollipop that he bites and then uses to stab him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so right before the Brian Cox stuff, so the Brian Cox is in it twice as well, because like while the principal is burying the kid in the backyard, Brian Cox is like the crotchety old neighbor yelling at him. To basically shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And then it the so it does the principal story. Sorry, it does the um the woman getting murdered in the beginning, and then it does uh the principal story. And then the Anna Paquin story. And then there's a story of these three little these kids, kids yeah. who like grab this. I forget. Was she autistic or I don't remember. Like maybe just so, uh, socially. Socially awkward. awkward, awkward yeah, yeah. Girl. And they bring her out to this spot like on the edge of a cliff and like down this ravine. And they're telling her the story about this bus driver that like the, the parents didn't want to deal with their kids anymore. So they paid this school bus driver to drive them off a cliff and drown them all in this bus. And then here's the, the lake where they're dead. And this girl starts freaking out. And then they had planned, the kids had planned this elaborate thing where they're going to scare the girl and they pretend to be these dead kids chasing her. And she freaks out. And then actual dead kids come out of this lake yeah, and yeah, kill yeah. all those kids. And then that, that awkward girl is like, yeah, fuck you guys. I'm out. Like, she lets it happen. Yeah. She's, she's like, yeah, good. Well, well yeah, not that she lives it happen, but yeah. she basically just like, all right, well, I'm not helping you. Fuck y'all, I'm not yeah. helping you. Yeah, and 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 that and that is the 
other time where we see Sackboy. Right. Or and he kind of just leaving. observing. Yeah. yeah. He's just like walking by. He's like, oh, you're here. Okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kind of he's observing it and lets her go. And she takes up the uh like this uh like a freight uh, elevator kind of thing. Like a freight elevator, like like the, they use it like mine shaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And so she basically just zips up and leaves them kids to their fate. <laughs> and I was like, man. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. But hey, yeah, to her they, credit. I'm like, hey, I, I don't begrudge her at all. No. Like, they they really like freaked her out. And she almost died, like she fell or something like that. Yeah. And then so when it that, co- Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and that, again, like, that's why this movie really resonated with me, because, I mean, look, I didn't know what I was expecting going in. Yeah. Uh, stakes, man. Yeah. Stakes. Yeah. That, yeah. Mean everything. Like, from the very start of this movie, you realize that, okay, shit's real. Yeah. Like, people are going to die, and, and you saw that from the very first, uh, situation with uh the chick from uh the league league. that's gonna happen and so you're like okay this is some legit shit when kids are ever involved when it comes to anything horror yeah and in in the in in the director the writers are willing to let them die too and it it, as shitty as they were i'm like yeah yeah yeah. whatever but it's like holy shit like this movie is going for gusto yeah and in a lot of horror movies, they will kind of pump the brakes and be like, oh, well, we can't get that violent with right. it or this, that, and the other. This movie could give a fuck about that. It's like, no, this is trick or treat, bitch. Yeah. Uh, Gully shit's going to happen yeah. whether you are whether you can drive a vehicle or you can't. Yeah. Like, if you're a, basically, if you're a shitty person, this is what's going to befall you. You're going to you. get it. Yeah. And, and you're going to get it. So many movies, horror or not, so many movies like pussyfoot around whatever's happening. And then, like, that's what, you know, like, shows like, uh, whatever, I could never really watch it, but, like, Sopranos or, um, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever that, like, oh, fuck, like, it's real, like, they're, they're not pulling any punches, like, they'll just do whatever yeah. they want. That's why they're always so impressive and why people freak out. And this movie, now, obviously, it's not, like, some Game of Thrones shit, like, as far as your investment in the characters, but just like you said, there's no, there's no qualms about doing whatever they want for the story like yeah. no we're, we want to kill these little kids <laughs> so yeah that, that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna do yeah, yeah. and yeah it, and it keeps you on your toes because once you establish those stakes in the movie that you're watching it's like holy shit anybody can get it yeah and at that point you're you're like super invested yeah and and it's not even like that this movie has like and again i, I really love anthologies like there's no uh protagonist you're following throughout this whole right thing. I, I love, you know, uh, not you know, books, movies, TV, where it's like, just give me a world. Yes. Just present a yes. world, and these things are happening, and and like in this anthology, it's like you can you can root for people, uh, and 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 there are good people in each story, but it's not like it's about them. Right. It's just they're in the situation, like the thing with the, with the, with them shitty kids who are trying to scare this uh, this girl who's like new to town or socially awkward whatever you're 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 instantly on her side yes because they because you they instantly frame these other kids as being dicks even though there was a one boy that was there who was somewhat empathetic yeah. for her but even he got it and the i love it because he was you were still like, consequences dog you were still a, you were still a part of this whole thing you had to change your heart at the end 
And even she was like, no, no, yeah. you're you're done. Yeah. She closed she closed the shutters like, no, I'm going up. You're staying down. Have fun with that. So then it are you still recording? Just make sure. <clears throat> yep. All right. Hello. Yep. Um, am I recording? Are we recording? <laughs> it's recording. So then it yeah. cuts to um Brian Cox again. And uh I don't remember why why the little pumpkin dude went there. Yeah, me neither. I was kind of in and out. I took some meds, so I was like... <laughs> but essentially, <coughs> he's being terrorized, running around the house. Uh, and then it and it bookends, because now the end of the movie is actually the beginning of the movie. So now we're seeing what happened after the old man went back inside after yelling at the principal. So he's getting fucked up. And ultimately, like, he gets away. He, I don't remember why uh, the Sam or Sackboy or whatever stops. But he does stop. He leaves. No, because he gets shot in the oh, fucking head. Oh, that's right. That's right. He, he shoots, shoots him. He, he got a shotgun. He shoots that's him right. in the head. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And his little, his little pumpkin skull goes <laughs> kerplat. That's right. That's right. So then you think, okay, it's over. You know, Sackboy's out. And then the doorbell rings. Brian Cox's house, he opens it, and we find out because we see a picture. Brian Cox was the bus driver that killed all these little kids. The story is true, and all those kids are now at his door, and then yeah. they rush in, and then you know, off screen, they kill him. They kill him, yeah. And then it and then we're outside with Sackboy. He turns around from Brian Cox's house and he sees um uh Leslie Bibb and her husband walking up to their house, and then now we're at the very beginning of the movie where it started and it, so it wraps it up in this perfect yep. little bow. It's so damn satisfying. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Like this is this is uh I this is one of the best Halloween movies that I've seen. Agreed. Uh that's not called Halloween. Yeah. Uh it's just I think it's a perfect movie for the season. And like for me honestly, like I don't give a fuck about Halloween as a day. Uh-huh. But it is fun. And I have been going through my deep dive and just watching horror shit, yeah. you know, because it's Halloween. Uh, this is like the best, man. Like, I think it encapsulates everything that I think people like about if you're if you're super into Halloween. Yeah. Like that day and dressing up and trick or treat and all, whatever the fuck. This movie, Trick or Treat. Is the goat. Yeah. Of Halloween films. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's fun and exciting and 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 uh, gory. And yeah. not scary, like a thriller is scary, um, but just scary and thinking like, oh, shit, that principal murdered that little boy. That's yeah. scary. Um, yeah. God damn, is it good? The yeah, it's really good. The only thing I, I just just the other day um, went through, there's a new series on Netflix called The Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, okay. Guillermo del Toro presents. And uh, it's very much like... Um, Twilight Zoney, where like you know Rod Serling would introduce before the story, or there was another, there was another show like that too. Yeah, there is. Uh, so there was Twilight Zone, and then there's Alfred Hitchcock, and then there was another uh, one. Yeah, fuck. What was it called? You know my, what my I'm stepdad, talking about. Though. My stepdad used to love that show. Something yeah. Edge or yeah, I uh, can't remember. But where anywhere where somebody would introduce. And it's, it's an anthology where someone would introduce a premise and then you'd see the story about that premise. And it would all be, you know, horror themed. 
Um, so this show, oops, this show Cabinet of Curiosities uh, is like that. And it's, um, how many episodes? I think it's eight episodes. I, don't, I haven't seen the last one, so I've seen seven. Um, and I'm going to say this. The first five are great. The, the fifth one, I, I was like, because I was in and out of sleep for that one. The fifth one, I was confused about what exactly was happening, but it was it was good. I, I need to rewatch it. And then episodes six and seven are real bad, like real, real, oh. real bad. <laughs> like I was I was shocked about how good the first ones were and then how bad six and seven are. Um, speaking of Eric Andre, he's in one of them. Oh, oh, is that a bad one? That's a bad one. It's yeah. not necessarily because of him. It's just, uh, yeah, uh, Peter Weller's in that one, too. Oh, Robocop. Robocop. Um, but th that episode is just really bad. I get what they were trying to do. It just, the, uh, the outer limits, the outer limits. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the other twilight zone. That's type right. Show. That's right. So yeah. So the, the first five episodes are the, the uh, really, really gory, really brutal, very similar to trick or treat. Like they don't pull punches, like wild shit happens. Um, but it's 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 good. It's it's fun. Okay. With the exception of five and six, totally. Well, how fun. many how, how many episodes are there? Eight. I mean, I mean, six and, six and seven are bad. Okay. Um. Well, that's not. I mean, but that's the thing with anthologies and like shows where it's like you're not. I mean, it's you're not everyone's going to be a darling, right? You know, right. But that's still, that sounds like a pretty good average, though. It is. If, if there's only two that are subpar. And the rest are good. Yeah, like, I'll give it. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of scary shit recently. It's so funny. I don't. I, and I think I, I mentioned this before, but it's like I used to be such a bitch when it came to like horror movies, right? And I don't know if it's just. It took me forty three years, and a whole bunch of bad shit to happen in my life where I'm like, whatever, none of this shit. Like <laughs> I I know I, I know horror. Yeah. And I can now watch these movies. And and that now and I can still be, you know, it still gets me like, oh man, that's some freaky freaky shit. Yeah. But I'm at a point where I can actually watch these movies and enjoy them. Wow. And I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's cool. Like I, I'm enjoying watching these horror movies. Uh uh have you so have you gone as far as like hereditary and stuff like that? No, no, not yet, okay. not yet. But I want to I want to see hereditary. That that is legitimately one of the scariest movies ever. It's really really terrifying and it doesn't seem that scary It is. To me. It is. And like deeply fucked up. So for me The Exorcist uh -huh. is still Mount Rushmore of scary movies for me. Okay. But I say that not having seen it with my new lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and I know Hereditary. Like I, I know the reviews are, are people love that movie. Tony Collette that. is the greatest actor of our generation, hands down. Uh, she not just in that, in everything she's in. She she is uh, she gets a lot of respect, but like not nearly enough. She's a fucking monster. No, she. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I think she's. I think she's, I yeah she's she's arguably the greatest 
female actor working today. But why you got to qualify it like that? Well, no, because, you know, just to put him in, you know, different lanes. Like, because there's a guy. Well, I, I mean, dude, I, I guess I don't have to. But to your point, I'm just echoing your point. Like, yeah, I yeah. think she is uh, extremely. She's, I don't think she's uh, undervalued with, like, her peers. Yeah. Because I think everybody who knows television, movies, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything she is in. Yeah. I think her contemporaries would say, like, yes, Tony Collette is the fucking the knees bees. Yeah. Or the bees knees. But when it comes to <coughs> sorry. When it comes to mainstream recognition, yeah, I exactly. think she lacks that. Exactly. Because she should be a bigger star than what she is, in my opinion. Because I, I agree with you. I think everything she does, she puts her complete, like a hundred percent into every role that she is in. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like I've seen her be great in television. I've seen her be great in movies. Yeah. Her range is fucking incredible. Yeah. I mean, the like I so I saw her in, in movies and uh and stuff before. But when I saw her in uh that show she had on Showtime, uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she had the was it the hundred faces of terror? Or, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Where uh, she had to play this woman with multiple personality, mm-hmm. you know, syndrome. She was so fucking good at that. Like, she's an act. She's an actor that can just. She totally melts into yeah. the performance. Yeah. And yeah, and I yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Tony Collette. Anything she's in, I give it a look. I'm like, all right. Well, she's in it, so I know she's gonna be good. Totally, totally. Yeah, I think. You know? I mean, I mean, all the way back to like Sixth Sense, and uh, she was in Knives Out, which is great. She's great. Was she in Sixth Sense? She's yeah. She's the mom. Oh, see, I never saw that movie. So, are you I serious? You've never seen it? Yeah, no. I, I think we talked about me not having seen really Six Sense, uh, only because I, 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 the, the reveal was spoiled to me. It's, I, like, I, I get that way early on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I never felt the need to go and see it, but I, I didn't know she was a mom. So she's the mom of the boy. She's the mom of people. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, it's even though you know the reveal, um, obviously that takes away like the mind-blowing like everybody in the theater was like what the fuck um it takes that away but it, it's a really 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 good movie yeah i hear i hear that it's i'll see it at some point yeah, yeah it's just because i, I kind of feel the entire movie was built upon that yeah reveal. yeah and that knowing it going in is i'm now i'm just gonna be watching it thinking okay this is sure like, uh, sure it, do, it does stand on its own well though like i've rewatched it obviously knowing the the twist and it it's it holds up great um you know what else is a fun movie? Like you're talking about fun horror movies. It's a it was from like the 70s. Um, it's called um, I always want to say Tower uh, uh, Trilogy of Terror. It's a trilogy of terror anthology okay. as well. And uh, it's it, I don't want to say anything about it. You should watch it. You should watch it. Okay, it's, it's very well, fun. Uh, well, here's the next question: Like, where can I watch it? Oh, that is a good question. Um, it's okay. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm googling. I, th- I think it's on Sling. Yeah, it's on Sling. Uh, it's on Sling. Okay. Yeah, it's on Sling. But trilogy of terror. <laughs> terror. Right. Oh, there's sequels to it. I I I never saw the second one because uh, that came out like way later. Yeah, nineteen seventy five. The first, okay. the first one, yeah. The first one, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, super. Yeah, super it was great. an ABC thing. It came on ABC originally. Oh, that I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Man, I I miss I miss those old school uh, 
uh, movies of the week. I know. You know, like on ABC yeah. and everything is like. I, I, you know what I miss the most is just because there was obviously so much less content when we were kids. So it's like everybody could experience something together. Like you yeah. kind of get it now with like, you know, obviously a lot of shows release weekly. So it's like, yes, we can all kind of talk about Game of Thrones, but there's 10 shows going on at the same time. Yeah. So you just don't get that same. Everybody is enraptured by one thing. Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. I loved that so much. I miss. I really miss that. Yeah. So do I. So do I. It's like we. the only time we get that now is like you said, like it's got to be. It's like a big tentpole thing like Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, House of the Dragon or. Yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul, right. where it's like these are, but and the, but there's so few, I mean it's but now it's like there, you, there's sprinkles you, on a thing. Yeah, where it's like they're so rare. And now you can, like I said, you can poll like <coughs> thirty people, and not everybody is going to be watching the same same shows. No, like no, when we were a kid, no. everybody watched the same shows because there were five shows. It's like, like they had no the options. Is this is what you can watch? Yeah, there were no other options. It was like you're either watching this or you're not. Yeah, but now it's like and, you, you say you say to someone, "Oh my god, have you seen this show?" And they're like, "No," but have you seen this show? And you're like, "No, no." <laughs> What have you seen? This show? Yeah, no. Yes, what about this show? Yeah. No. This show? No. Yeah. It's just like my yeah. my recommendations on Netflix show me this and they're great. And yours show me something I've never even heard of. Never even heard of. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I, uh, I still haven't even watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. The finale. Oh, you haven't? No, okay. I, so I keep forgetting. I, so I, I didn't when I was uh, when I was away last week. Mm -hmm. Cause it, yeah, what was it? It was less, it was, so yeah, the, the finale was on the day that I flew out to yes. San Francisco and because I don't have, cause I have my laptop, but like my credentials for HBO max that Amir's giving me that I'm, I'm using. Uh -huh. Thank you, Amir. <laughs> Love you, bro. I didn't have them saved in my laptop, so I couldn't watch it and it wasn't on my phone either. So I'm like, ah, fuck. So I'll just wait. And thankfully it didn't get spoiled for me. So when I flew home, on friday i watched it friday night and it was good okay and that's all i'll say it was it was good and uh yeah check it out okay. you know uh it was it, it's good and and it's one of these things where it's like i you know my hesitation of wanting to get involved in the show which we talked about yeah being snake bitten from how game of thrones ended and i was not i was not excited to get back into this world mm -hmm eventually did and i will say that i'm glad that i did and the show the, the house of the dragon is the best of game of thrones and it was good yeah and i think the season ends uh on a very satisfactory note in the sense of knowing that there's more to come right um and i i'm glad i'm glad that i was able to kind of stall my my uh anticipation for it or just my my my, my reluctance to get into the involvement in the show i'm glad and, and i thank you for that because you started watching it before i did yeah and even and even i waited i don't know i think i it was like already two or three episodes out and i was finally like uh all right i'll give it a yeah. shot but yeah yeah i couldn't be more impressed it's so good i gotta watch yeah. it i'll watch it this week yeah it's 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 really good and uh yeah i think i think george r martin i mean I don't know. I mean, I know he's a part of the show, but I think he was saying that four seasons is yeah. what they have pegged for this. And uh, yeah, it ends. And I was like, fuck. Okay. And it's nice to know that like they have more or less the entire story already. Yeah. Because they didn't have right. that with Game of Thrones. And that was kind of where the problem came in. 
because uh, then it was like, well, George R. R. Martin, he also has come out recently and said like, he didn't, after the first season, he really didn't have much to do with the show anyway. Like he would just give like kind of bullet points <clears throat> yeah, and they were just kind of figuring it out, but they had the books. And then once they went off the books, it was like, oh, fuck it. Let's just uh, write some shit. Um, so yeah. I'm glad to know that like at least this, for the most part, he has like A to Z, here's the story and then. This is what it will take. And 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 he definitely feels much more involved yeah. in this show than he did. Because, yeah, I, I, I remember reading the same things about his involvement with uh, the original Game of Thrones show where I think because the show was a success that it was, I, they probably, I think they leaned or they relied upon him for that first season. And then once they found out that, oh, this is a hit, it's like, we've got your books. Yeah. Uh, you've got your credit. Yeah. We're paying your money. You can kind of fall back. And like, and yeah, I, I know that he was giving them bullet points of all that kind of stuff, but they kind of get to a point like the showrunners where it's like, okay, well, thank you, George. This is, here's your check for however much money. Yeah. You just sit the fuck down now. Yeah. But now that he's actually involved and in a much more greater degree, mm-hmm. I think, I think it has really shown the difference that it makes to have him and I, and I and i read a thing on ign where uh they they interviewed george r, r. martin and they were talking about viserys the king mm. and 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 george martin he was like you know the depiction of the king of viserys in this show is so much i saw better that. I saw, than yeah. what i had written him to be yeah and he was giving the writers credit it was like <coughs> excuse me uh he was saying it's like so this is yeah this is how I wrote him, but they took this the the writers of the show, and they elevated him to a point that it was like I never yeah so and so he was giving them kudos and props and, and the actor too who like and the actor yeah man his he's not he's not like a forceful character in the show but he's the heart of that him and and Renera are the heart of this show yeah in a big way yeah so good. I think that's what made him stand out is that because he he is the king and and and, and that's the thing that I got from the first episode where I'm like oh this king kind of stands apart from all these other kings that I know from this world like yeah. he actually has a heart yeah. and he seems to give a fuck about his family about the realm and I think that but in that world I think his biggest downfall was that he he outwardly expressed yeah his desire to to remain peaceful and to be diplomatic we're in that world is like no you got to have that heavy hand yeah didn't really want to you know do that whether it was with you know the people that were coming for him or with Renera. yeah and he was a benevolent king yeah in a time where i mean that'll get you killed i mean he died because of whatever disease he had but and, and the, they probably they probably would have took him over yeah anyway, yeah you know? yeah he was too good for the world that he was presiding over. That's the thing about that show. It's like any, all the good people are going to die terribly. Like there's yeah. no good people get what they want. And all the bad people are going to die too. It's just like, it's the harshest, most brutal world in any show. It is. It's just a matter of degrees. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, the, the colder you are, you know, you'll live longer. Yeah. But you'll die just as gruesomely. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's just a yeah. stall. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Got anything else? Uh, I saw a movie last night. Okay, Love and Monsters. 
Love and Monsters. Have you heard of this? The title sounds came, kind of familiar. Yeah, it came out in 2017. Okay. I want to say. Uh, it stars Dylan O'Brien, the guy who was a part of the, the Maze movies. Maze movies? What's that? The Maze. Uh, no, no, actually, it came out in 2020. Oh, shit. Yeah, you remember the Maze? They made a whole the Maze Runner, the Maze Runner. Oh, Maze Runner. I, I never saw Maze him. Runner. I never saw him. Yeah, I saw the first one. I thought it was good. But so, so this movie, Love and Monsters, is uh, another good. You know, I, I, it's not a Halloween flick, but I watched it under the auspice. You know, Halloween, <laughs> okay, you okay. Know. And it was fun. Okay. It, it it basically is a it's a story of. It, it actually, it's uh it's pretty like current to what has happened recently where remember NASA sent those rockets to the flex. Yeah. The asteroid. Yeah. At the test to make sure that if we have like some extinction level rocket co- or asteroid coming our way, we, we've proven that we can shoot. Right. And deflect it off its course. Right. So love and monsters, that was the open, like it starts with that. Oh, and it basically was, there was this, uh, extinction level asteroid coming towards earth. NASA in the world gets together. They shoot rockets towards it to deflect it. And it does. But those rockets explode and the fallout to all the radiation (laughs) (laughs) comes comes to the earth and it mutates all of the uh, insects, animals that have always been here, like frogs, ants, cockroaches, centipedes it basically like that fallout it mutates them all and these and they become monsters and they basically destroy humanity oh shit that sounds pretty good and so all of humanity has to they 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 fight them and they they all they do this all in the cold open where it's like the world goes to war uh 95 percent of the population is decimated the rest of us are living underground and there's a story uh, it's called loving monsters because the main protagonist uh when the movie starts He's with his girlfriend. They're in high school or whatever, and they're having their their moment. The world goes to shit. They get separated seven years later. He's in his bunker. She's in hers. And he makes a trek to and he and he's a wimpy guy. Like he's like, oh, I'm he's like out of everybody that's that's in his uh in his in his uh bunker, you know, hunters, people that go out foraging for shit. He's like the guy that does none of that. He just stays and cooks. Nice. Okay. But he's maintained communication with his girl, and she's in her own other silo that's like uh, like 10 miles away. And he decides, I'm going to go get my girl. So he And everybody in his book is like, dude, what are you doing? You are not going <laughs> to last a day, 30 minutes out top of the world. But he's like, no, I'm going to go to my girl. So he gets on top. He's on the surface, and it's his it's his adventure of trying to go and reconnect with her, and it's a fun movie, man. Oh shit! And, and I will say the special effects of the monsters are fucking great. Is it um, is it a drama? It's a comedy slash actually not even comedy. I mean, there's there's there, there's comedy like an adventure, but it's mostly like a an action adventure type. Okay. Thing. But 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 with stakes, I mean, people die. Okay. And these monsters are no joke, which, and that's, and that's the thing that got me where it's like, they're just, they're, they're monster versions of things that we all see day to day. And it just, 
I was I was watching. I was like, oh, and he gets a dog at one point too. Where I'm like, oh shit, I, it, it's great. Okay. It was fun. All right, yeah, love the monsters. Highly recommend it. All right, I will check that out. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah. Um, did you? Well, you did watch the Halloween ends. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you I'm think? Glad, I'm glad it's done. Yeah. The best thing about Halloween ends is that it ended. You know what's funny? It it it's not a great movie, but I actually didn't hate it. Well, no, I didn't hate it either, but it, I hated Halloween Kills. Exactly. Hated that movie. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Halloween Ends is not, I, it's not a good movie, but it's a shit ton better yeah. than Halloween Kills. Comparatively, I was like, this is Shawshank yeah. Redemption. <laughs> like, this is crazy right. good yeah. in comparison. But yeah, on its yeah. own, the, the only actual problem I have with Halloween Ends, I have two problems. Uh, most of... Jamie Lee Curtis's dialogue is weird and clunky. It, it way more so than anybody else's. It felt very weird. I don't know why. And then the only actual problem with the movie I have was the very end. So they finally kill Michael Myers. And then it's like, that should have been it. He's dead. It's clear. And then if you want to then take him, because they dump him in like a industrial machine grinder. Grinder. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, good. I can't believe it's taken 30 years to figure this shit out. Um, but like the fact that the whole town comes with them was so dumb. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's stupid. Uh, okay. So for me, so my biggest problem with the movie just had to do with the tone. Yeah. And when maybe not the tone, that's, that's the wrong word. Uh, when the movie started, I was like, holy shit. Did not see that coming. Yeah. With the boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, just dying like that. So, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, this babysitter's playing hide and seek with this kid. The kid's an asshole. He ends up, the kid locks the guy in an attic. In an attic. The dude, and he bursts. Yeah, kicks, yeah, the, door kicks open. the door down. <laughs> the kid flies and off. the kid. It breaks his neck on the ground. It, yeah, I didn't expect that shit. I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. My, my thing with the movie was, because I was with it for a while. Yeah. But it was with that character of the babysitter who does that, who inadvertently, he doesn't do it on purpose, but kills the kid that he's sitting. And, you know, time passes, and he's being maligned with the, you know, within the community as, oh, this, you know, this guy killed this kid, whatever. You know, all of his hopes and dreams of going to, like, a prestige university are gone. He's, like, stuck in the town. And they made him a sympathetic character. Mm -hmm. uh, and then his pivot okay, from yes, that... Yes. To then all of a sudden, basically saying, now I am the evil. So why it, it happened. Yeah. It came so, like, I, oh, so I hit the microphone. I wouldn't have been upset had, like, had that happened. I just thought they were missing the middle part yes. of that. Yes. It just felt like a switch. And I'm like, wait, so you're this sympathetic character that I'm rooting for. And now all of a sudden... You know, and, and and I will. I, I give them the credit. I've never, I never thought that I would see any movie, whether it be horror or whatever, that would make ban geeks bullies. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, this is so ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. So the 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 other actual problem I like a legit problem I have with the movie was that turn because they show it happen, but it makes it zero sense. So essentially, like 
yeah, this dude's like a pariah in this town. <laughs> he won't just leave. <laughs> like, why would you stay in this fucking town? Uh, but he won't leave. So um, the, what is it? So this, this guy won't leave this town. And at a certain point, he's getting bullied by these fucking, <laughs> this like rag, yeah, band members. ragtag yeah. group of people that like don't belong. There's like a jock and some band geeks. And you're like, why are they even? But they're, they're all band geeks. But, they're all band geeks. Yeah. Oh, are they all band geeks? They're all, they're all part of the band. But they're bullies in the way, like comically where, like in um, Sleepaway Camp, where it's like, why are they so terrible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're awful. These people are horrible. What the fuck? So they're like terrorizing this babysitter guy um who accidentally murdered a kid it's like it's not his fault <laughs> it's fucked up it, it, yeah yeah it wasn't his fault and there's and there's this weird thing in the town where like everybody believes that michael myers is real because they've seen it but then some people still don't believe it but it's like this shit was just on the news like, like it's on the news a, yeah a couple years ago like this is not it's not a fairy tale you everybody at this point in these in this series everybody's seen this guy like seen him so what? Why is there still discrepancy about like? Well, I don't know if it's real or not. It, that was very dumb. But so yeah. the dude like <laughs> he gets thrown off a bridge. This babysitter, and you're like, okay. And he finds himself under this bridge, and there's a tunnel like a sewage passageway, and he goes in, and obviously there's a homeless guy outside being like, don't go in there. You yeah, know? yeah. But he goes in, and then Michael Myers is living there, and part of me was like. That's kind of cool. We've never seen where Michael Myers comes out of, like where he comes from. Outside, they did of like, that in the in in the in the Rob Zombie. Oh, is that right? Michael Myers. Like, I never saw those movies, like but I, I watched. I, I watched uh, some reviews of uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Michael Myers films, and I think in the second one, he's posting up in like the, the sewers or underground. Okay, or whatever. well, it's it's a cool thing because we've never seen it, and it's like okay, you can't just keep making him always pop out of nowhere or escape from another mental institution. Like, you know, he can't just keep doing that. So they show him living in this sewer, and then the the babysitter passes by him, like in there's like a hole in the wall, and then Michael Myers just like grabs him by the throat, and it's like he's gonna kill him, but then he can see into his mind apparently. And you're like, no, no, no. You know what it was? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Cause he, he, he saw he, he had killed. You somebody. killed a babysitter yeah, exactly, too. Exactly. I killed a babysitter. <laughs> you killed a babysitter. You killed a baby. Yeah. A kid. Let's be bros. And that's what it was. That's uh, how it came yeah, across. And I'm like, why can he see into his mind? Yeah. Like, I know. What the I fuck know. is this? And then because of that interaction, Michael Myers, like imbues him with his evil intent. Also, so like th that's when that's why the character turns is because he gets force choked or he has actual choked by Michael Myers and now he's also evil and it's just like you can't <laughs> like this like random we've all suspended disbelief over this entire series that like this guy can't die okay fine and then in the in this new trilogy they've tried to put forth this idea that Michael Myers is not just he's an evil person, but that he actually is evil. He's evil, evil incarnate. Evil incarnate. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, that's a fine idea, I guess. It's very heavy handed. And now you're changing the essence of this character. Like now you're making him like a. A virus. A virus that can infect virus. people. And that makes him way <clears throat> less threatening because it's not just him anymore. It's like it's just, it's like a, a symbiote that can attach itself to anybody well, else. Well, that was the thing with this movie where, I mean, Michael Myers is pretty much nerfed yeah. through a lot of this. And like, as someone who's not, you know, I've, I've got no emotional attachment to this franchise. Same. I just watch these movies. 
I didn't give a shit that Michael Myers wasn't, spoiler alert, that it wasn't Michael Myers that was the main guy throughout this film I, killing everybody. I actually everybody. kind of liked that it was this baby. I liked shit. it too. I that it was it, cool. Well, I, th- I, I like the fact that it, it showed Michael Myers where he's living underground. He's weak. He's waiting for Halloween. He, yeah. But he, but he was, he was like, he was not his regular self. Yeah. It was this kid who just out of nowhere, just like, like I said, like my biggest problem was like, they didn't do a good enough job. Like, I, and I don't care. Like him, you know, looking eye to eye with Michael Myers, the shape that in of itself is not enough to me to get rid of everything that you show me of this character yeah. before this. Yeah. And then have him be this completely different person. It tur- it was it was very akin to uh, Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three, right? When he got the Venom suit, right. where all of a sudden he's just like this complete asshole, uh, you know, listening to his own music, going down the street, yeah, you know, doing all this that, and the other, calling women hot legs, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was just so weird to me. I'm like, yeah, like it was so the shift was so sudden, and that took me out of the movie completely. And then by that point in time, I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Like, yeah. And then at that, and then once that happens, it just becomes a series of just murders, yeah. kills. And I'll say this, like most of the kills are are more fun in this than they were in the last couple ones. The last couple ones, there was like no, and they're all over the top, but like there was, they didn't feel exciting or fun. In this one, they were ridiculous and it's like, okay, they're, they're, they're making an effort. Um, but yeah, eventually like oh, see, one thing I really love, I love a movie where a main character is going through like a dark or evil transformation, but he doesn't know that it's happening and he doesn't know why. And he, and there's like a, a, a love interest that's trying to like be with him. Like, you know, give me your, uh, American werewolf in London's or, uh, you know, lost boys or, you know, a fright night or something where that's like. The main character is undergoing yeah. a transformation and they don't fucking know why. I love that trope or that device in a movie. I love it. I can't think of a movie where they do that and I don't like it. I really like it. So I love that that was what was happening. Um, even given like it makes no sense. Maybe I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for this character. Um, so I, I was okay with it. I was like, all right. And then Michael Myers does come back and, uh, you know, the, the, the babysitter die gets killed by Jamie Lee Curtis because he tries to kill her. And so it's like, because he's a fucking lame. Yeah, I'm like so. And honestly, I was glad that that she that she she nerfed his ass. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So next, and then here comes Michael. Yeah, and I guess maybe that that now that he's dead, the energy goes back to him. I don't know. Like the it was it was it was stupid. Yes, this was a very stupid movie. Yes. <laughs> um, it was a very stupid movie that I felt, and I, I guess I, I think I'm harder on this movie because I thought that the first half was good. Yeah. Whereas I thought for its entirety, Halloween Kills was bad. One hundred percent. That movie from was from jump, yeah. like that movie was bad from the moment it started nothing, to when it nothing ended. Nothing good about it. Nothing at all. It was bad and got worse. Yeah. <laughs> This was a movie where I'm like, okay, it seemed like these guys, the writers, the directors, whatever, they were, they had something to say. They just, or they had a story to tell, but they just, they told it in such a haphazard and clumsy fashion. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm even, I'm, I'm more upset because like, you, you kind of had me like. It, it's, it's, um, it's like, there's, I, I can't tell with this movie if there's either 
too many cooks in the kitchen or not enough. Like so, yeah. something's missing where this either needed to be passed through more hands, experienced hands, or people needed to get out of the way and let just a couple people do it. I don't know you, what it is. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you. So again, as someone who's not a Halloween yeah. stand or big time fan, I thought the Halloween, but the 2018 was the first one mm-hmm. of this recent bunch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. I thought that was good. Did you? I didn't like that one. I, it, it was it was whatever for me. I th- okay. Well, I I thought I thought I thought it was good yeah. for what it was. I'm like, okay, Michael Myers is back. The sequel, the quote unquote sequel from the original. Right. I thought it hit all the beats for me. It did not need two other movies. Agreed. It did not need two other movies. Agreed. And and I think that's where my situation with this franchise is because it's like that first one was so good and it's the quality of it if to me it felt like okay we're gonna because like who was it it was uh i know seth rogan was involved and then the director like they make movies together and all that kind of shit they had an idea they're like look we're gonna try to do right by this franchise by doing the true sequel to the original halloween yeah and i thought they accomplished that i don't know if they had set out to do other movies or if the success of it propelled the studio to then tell them, yeah, here's a check, make two more, let's make it a trilogy. But for me, this is like the Star Wars of Halloween films. Yeah. Where uh, the first one was good and by two and three, they really had no fucking clue what they were going to do because to introduce a character in this third one and ends that was effectively going to take the mantle of Michael Myers to introduce him in the last film. <laughs> and then kill him like, right away too. <laughs> and then kill him right away. I'm like, it just seemed like they were just, you know, writing. Yeah. Like, okay, well, we got to, we got to button this up. Yeah. And, and it just didn't work. And again, I, I saw all that being said, I say that saying that I thought ends was way better than kills. Yeah. Cause I thought kills to me was just kills is atrocity. Kills is unwatchable. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. it, it, it looks like if you had the sound off it looks like a movie so it's like you could get tricked into thinking it was a movie (laughs) you know it's not like like the room or something if you put that on with the sound off you're like oh that's not a movie this is not a movie or like birdemic or whatever but like halloween kills it looks like a movie it's shot like a movie there's lighting and actors Actors, and it (laughs) it looks like a movie but with the sound on you quickly realize this is not a movie this is i don't know what this is it's not a movie um yeah. So anything compared to that is is pretty good. So okay, so let me ask you. Are you are you you're probably a bigger fan of the Halloween franchise than me or I I, I love the first Halloween. Um and I have like a nostalgia and affinity for the fourth one because my mom worked on that and I remember being yeah. around like during that time in the 80s on on horror sets. Like so that movie like has a place in my heart. And then I like h2o that okay ding ding yeah ding ding that's why i asked you now as someone who's not who doesn't have any connection to this franchise at all i saw the first halloween john carpenter i never saw halloween 2 the original halloween it's not very good i never saw halloween 3 never saw season of witch even though here that's good no it's not michael myers isn't even in that I know, I know, but I know, but yeah. people, it's kind of taking a life on its own. Like yeah. people like that because it's an anthology. I don't too. know why. 
It's not good. Uh, I having got and reinvested in this franchise with these recent movies, and even before the the 2018 came out, like I saw H2O. Yeah. Before I saw the rebooted Halloween 2018 for the first time. I remember when it came out, never saw it. Yeah. That movie's fucking great. Yeah. How, H2O is wonderful. Like, why isn't, like, for as far as I'm concerned, like, so they, so, you know, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan, whoever the fuck who directed this movie, like, they wanted their Halloween to be the sequel to the original. Right. In my opinion, Halloween H2O is a much closer yes. sequel to the original in every regard. And it's a better movie. Yes, I think that is one hundred percent. I think I think I think Halloween H two O is the best Halloween sequel that they've ever done. Yeah, if, and I just rewatched it last night because again it was on AMC. They're doing the whole the Halloween October, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Halloween thing, and that movie is good. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And it has a satisfying ending. Yeah, Little Man Tate dies. Little Man Tate. Uh, you remember that movie, the chess movie? With Jodie Foster and the little boy, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. The, 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 I, I like, the one yeah. in the movie who fucks all the time. That's Little Man Tate. <laughs> that is that Little Man Tate. Yeah, little Man Tate. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like all these attempts to try to, you know, do better. It's like no H two O. Yeah, that was it. H two O was great. That that was your uh, your Halloween canonized sequel to the first and, one, and, and it was the it's there was a reason that it's small and contained because the school is off on this trip and there's only a few people left so it's like everything yeah. made sense it rang true their their decisions and actions were logical for the most part like yeah i i, I buy yeah. why they're doing all the things they're doing yeah me too they, me too and they, they weren't and making jamie lee curtis crazy choices for no reason yeah and jamie lee curtis's character in that movie is a direct reflection of how she would be yes post that first Halloween and everything she went through. Yes. Like she knew this is inevitably going to come back, but, and she had the PTSD, but she still had enough to, you know, make a life for herself. Yeah. But always in the back of her mind thinking that this is not completely over. Yeah. And what's weird too is like they go, okay. And I know these new ones are like they're ignoring all the middle movies. Yeah. But it's like you've already established that she has a son. And then now you're like, no, she has a daughter. <laughs> you're like, I know, I know, why? I know. Why, yeah. why? It's such a dumb change. Like, we, yeah. yeah. It's it's a money franchise. Yeah. H2O is great, though. Um, H2O, yeah. If, if, you, if anybody who's listening has not seen that movie, it's good. Yeah. It's good. And it's tight. Uh, it doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. And, and like you said, the setup, it just makes sense. It makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, I thought, I, I yeah, I really dig that movie, and I, I liked it the first time I saw it. I like it even more having seen it again after having seen Halloween yeah. Ends. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's it has that thing in the '90s where horror movies in the '90s, like your Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer, or or those types of movies, whatever the fucking Faculty, these movies that were just like a, about high school or college kids. That for I don't know what it is. There's just a vibe that is so watchable. Yeah, or, or like yeah. E- even outside of horror like you know all like the the 90s were huge for like college and high school movies like your road trips or can't hardly wait like these types of movies with kids who were like in their 30s <laughs> but like kids, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> these 30 yeah. year old kids um kids yeah but like there's something about the pacing 
and and the aesthetic, I don't know, that is just insanely watchable. Over and over, yeah. you can just put these movies on and feel like, and maybe it's because like that was our time, like 90s era. Well, but I, th- I, I think know. I think it, there's probably some nostalgia there. But to your point, though, when you talk about the movies themselves, like there's an economy of time. Yeah. Like these movies back then, they weren't, every, 90 they weren't minutes, trying guys, to have. Everything is 90 yeah. minutes. Let's get this like, shit done. Yeah. <clears throat> it was an economy of time where it's like, we're not trying to have a, this movie be longer than it needs to be. Yeah. For and, and, and I'm sure, I mean, that was for a variety of reasons. Mostly being, the shorter it is, the more we can screen this in movie theaters yeah. to get that money. Yeah. Which, hey, I'm all for that. Yes. You know what I mean? Give like, me every movie at 90 minutes. I don't need yeah. anything longer. I don't need I don't need anything longer. Need yeah. It's because there's always things you can you can chop away and be like, it doesn't need to be. Doesn't need this to. movie did not need to be as long as it did. Halloween ends was it sure as shit was not 90 minutes. No, I don't think so. It was probably closer to two closer, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have, yeah, and it didn't need to be at all. At all. No. Yeah. Economy of, of time, it's like, you know, and story. It's like, what's the most bang for our buck? Yeah. You know? It, 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 I was talking to my boy yesterday, and he was telling me he watched the new, or the late, at the last Bond movie with the Daniel Craig one, and he was like, it's three hours. And I'm like, yeah. why the fuck would a James yeah. Bond movie be three hours? I mean, some of the old ones are, are long too. And and even then, I'm like, I'm not, and I don't give a shit about James Bond anyway. But like, this is a story about a guy who is going to go on a mission. He's going to get a girl. He's going to get beat up. He's going to get betrayed. And then he's going to win in the end. Like 100% well, he, of the yeah. time, that's, that's the story. What is three hours about that? Yeah, what, I know. What are we doing for three hours? This isn't Schindler's List where you're trying to like convey something really heady and, and emotional and deep. It's fucking James Bond. Like it's James Bond. What are yeah. we doing here? What are we doing? Was that really, really that long? Holy That's what shit. He said. I haven't seen the, I haven't, I haven't seen the last James Bond. Uh, fuck three hours. Yeah. Jeez. I'm never going to watch. I saw solace winter of solace. That was the last one I saw, which was like three bonds ago. And I'm just, I'm not no, more than that. Yeah. That, was, that was more. That was more than three bonds. That's ago. how little I care. Be I just it doesn't interest me at all. I don't give a fuck about James Bond. They, hey, you know what's funny is, is that asshole too. You know what's funny. I like James Bond, but you know what's funny about that movie? The fact that the last one you saw was uh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. I love that movie. Do you? And people hate it. Like it's people. People regard it as like Daniel Craig's worst Bond yeah. movie. I I stand on the other side. You know, I love that movie. I, I don't. I didn't love or hate it. I, I just. I, I didn't. I didn't care. You know what? The actual thing yeah. that bothered me about that movie, and I, I felt that there was too much action. I needed more dialogue. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how come there isn't more dialogue? Like, <laughs> they should talk more in this movie. Um, yeah, like you know, I like. I think Daniel Craig is a very good Bond, and I like that the Casino Royale. Um, I just. The character itself, and maybe I'm attaching some sort of emotional thing about the people who are like James Bond tend to be like boomers. And, you know, maybe that's like a thing. I Maybe it's like because I attach Bond to like old obnoxious boomer men that I just that maybe that turns me off or something like that. I just I don't know. I don't care about like a suave guy. And I like that Daniel Craig is less suave. Um, yeah, I just I don't care about the. Character. Well, yeah, me too. Like that. I think that's like. Like I'm, I'm no hardcore Bond guy. Yeah. Uh, and and what you just said, like the like the Bonds that I'm a fan of, are I like Daniel Craig as Bond. Not all the movies he's been in as Bond, 
But I think he does a good job because he's got some edge to him. Yes. And I, and I love the, uh, oh shit, not Pierce Brosnan, but the guy, uh, Timothy Dalton. Okay, like, I love I Timothy Dalton. You're a Timothy Dalton I'm guy. a Timothy That's Dalton right. guy. That's He's right. my guy. That's right. License to Kill is like, to this day, for me, the best Bond movie. Uh, I love that shit. I love <laughs> Timothy Dalton. He only did two. I like both of his movies, but License to Kill was his last, and that was the best one. Yeah. Uh, but I think but even yeah. those old Bond movies, they're long, too. I think they're all two hours plus. They're about two hours, yeah. Yeah, and that's what like I remember as a kid watching them, feeling like this is too long. This is too long. <laughs> they, they all like all Bond movies sag pretty hard in the middle. Um, yeah, I try. License to Kill, like License to Kill, is as long as it needs to be. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, um, that's it. Grayson, uh, for my son, uh, last month or something like that, we talked about it on here. But like I, I showed him uh, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And it blew his mind. He watches it every week. He loves it. It's his favorite movie now. It's his favorite all-time movie. Indiana yeah. Jones is his favorite character. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I fucking get it. And uh, I showed him Raiders of the Lost Ark. And he was like, it's okay. He's like, it's good. But, you know, and rightfully so, I get it. Like, Raiders is technically a better movie. But it's not nearly as fun as Temple of Doom. Temple of but Doom, you know what the start to finish, is go, 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 go. Fun, fun, it's, fun, It's fun, action, fun. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ride. It's a ride. It's a ride. Nonstop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Raiders has like a ton of dialogue and setup. And, and for a kid, that's not appealing at all. I felt the same way when I was watching him as a kid. But like for me, uh, it's going to change. It's yeah, going to yeah, change. Because yeah. I was like that too. Yeah, of course. I was like that too. Of course. And the older I got in revisiting those movies, you start to realize like, oh, no, Raiders of is course. the one. Of course. Raiders yeah. is a perfect movie. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, the other day I tried to show him uh, Last Crusade. Um, but Last Crusade is more akin to Raiders. It's it's yeah. a ton of setup, a ton of even though there's a lot, a lot of, of talking, a, a lot of adventure. Like more quote adventure stuff happens in Last Crusade than in Raiders. But there's like a lot of talk about texts and and you know knights and it's just and he was just like uh, I don't <laughs> can we? He was like <laughs> yeah, it's way whoa, over his head. Whoa, way over my head. Yeah, it's like, it like seven is a bit young. It's a little heady for a seven year old. But uh, it's like where, where, where the cart rides. Yeah. Where where the yeah yeah it's like and, and also it's long and you know Raiders and uh, Crusade are long. Where yeah. Temple of Doom is tight. It's just it's just adventure. It, it, it's a pure adventure movie. There's nothing else it going is. on. When when I think of Temple, I just think just moments. Yeah. Moments, 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 yeah. moments, moments. And and, and the, the opening dance scene. Yes. The escape on the on the plane with the you know they jump out of the plane with the uh, into the into the uh, the lifeboats. Yeah. Uh, meeting up with the the Indian uh-huh. or Hindu or uh-huh. Indians, Indians tribe. That's like the, that's like the slow moment. Yes. And then bugs for dinner <laughs> and bugs on the floor. Monkey brains. Monkey brains. Almost get crushed by the ceiling. Fucking yeah. uh, death cult. And then it's like ripping a hearts death, out. It's yeah, just- ripping hearts out. <laughs> they get captured. It's like, oh my God. It's like, boom, 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 boom. It, like that movie just goes. It's really amazing. Like I never realized it. You know, as a kid, you're not going to analyze a movie. And so like watching it now, that's what I was most blown away by. It was just like, he made, intentionally, he made a movie that was supposed to be just action and move. He wanted it to move. And this yeah. thing fucking moves. It just it's yeah. nonstop moving. It's nonstop really movement. You know, watching it, it's funny. So they, uh, Indiana is in in the nightclub, and uh, they're doing this big dance number. And then he's at the table with Lao Shea, and Lao Shea wants this uh, 
ashes of a old great warrior or general, whatever ancestor. And then Indiana wants this diamond. He gets diamond and then Indiana gets poisoned. And then he, whatever. So he escapes short rounds, driving him and, and, uh, and the woman Lauche is chasing them. They get to an airfield. Indiana Jones, the woman, uh, what's her name? Yeah, uh, what was it? Uh, I want to say Ellie. Shit. It's not Ellie. Jackie or? Um, let me see. Willie. Uh, Willie. 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 Played by uh, Kate Capshaw. Um, so they. Steven Spielberg's wife. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. I think, I think they met. On this, the one that he divorced a few years ago. Uh, no, no, no. I think they're still together. No, no. Steven Spielberg got divorced. I think. Oh, did he? I think so. Oh. I think I. Yeah. Um, not that that matters for the story, but uh, yeah, so yeah. they get out. <clears throat> Indiana Jones jumps in this airplane, and that's, there's a Dan Aykroyd cameo, a weird, out of place Dan Aykroyd cameo, cameo, and then he's Lauche like stops. And he's been trying to kill Indiana Jones. He stops. Indiana gets on the plane and he's like, nice try, Lao She. And he closes the door. And then on the plane, it says, you know, Lao She. Like it's his Lao She, yeah. And then they take off. And then, and then they, Indiana Jones, short round, and Willie all fall asleep. And then the two pilots take parachutes and they jump out of the plane. <laughs> I, love, I love that too. And they sneakily do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like some, some vaudeville type they shit. They're sneaking. <laughs> Tiptoeing around, like, let's open up the door. Yeah. We're going to jump out of the yeah. plane, though. <laughs> and, and it's this, like, super roundabout way to kill these guys. But it's like, it was his plane. They could have just not taken off. The pilots could have turned around and shot them in the face. But instead, Laoshe was like, no, no, no. Let's let's put into action this very elaborate plan. You're going to fly, and you're going to actually crash my plane. But you guys are going to jump out. It was just... But it makes sense. But it makes sense. Because he wants it off of his... Uh, off of their land, off of out no, of China. No, because he was trying to kill. Be, he poisoned. He, he him. can make it look like an accident. He poisoned him in the nightclub. That is true. <laughs> and they and they were shooting at them in the streets. Like, that is true. Yeah, that's <laughs> so there, there's no like, there's no, there's no, yeah, there's no secret or, or you know subtlety here. So I, I never noticed it as a kid, but watching it now, I'm like, why the fuck did he let the plane take off? Like, yeah, why, I, why do this crazy thing? Yeah. This Rube Goldberg uh, machine, well, you know, to kill Indiana Jones. A, a super villain is gonna always it's true. Do it's super true. villain. He's doing he some would, super villain he, shit. Lao Shea went full super villain on his <laughs> like ass in a moment where he was like, in a moment. "I'm just a criminal trying to kill you." He's like, "No, no, now I'm gonna twist my mustache and yeah. let you take off on my plane for some reason." But then, the, but then you had to think I about was just hauling the, the chickens amount, for some reason. The the amount of legwork too, where it's like, okay, let the plane fly. Then he had then Lao Che had to go to the to the tower Radio and communicate with guys. the pilots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, so here's what here's what's gonna happen. And what do you think his guys you want us to what? You want us yeah. to jump out the plane? Jump out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, okay, so here's the thing. So this guy that you're flying, I want him dead. I hate that guy. But I really hate that I guy. want you, I hate, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him all. I want you to fly far away from here. Yeah. And so here's what's gonna happen. When once they're asleep. And keep an eye out because they, they they're gonna be tired. They this big you know dance number at the club. <laughs> they're gonna be tired. Once they fall asleep, I want you to put the airplane on autopilot. <laughs> you and the co-pilot get the, the two remaining shoots, tiptoe out of the plane. Yeah, don't wake them up. Wake All up. right. And they're like, oh, but boss, boss, I don't. I've never done that before. It's like, it's okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> you'll get a, 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 I'll give you, I'll pay you double. You'll be fine. Just, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. He's like, oh, okay, boss. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you want me to shoot them in the head right now and come back? Exactly. He's like, no, 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 or, no, no, no. Or what no. if that's too messy? What if we just throw them out of the plane and then and then <laughs> yeah. and deliver these chickens where we were supposed to, to where they gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's 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 the director's cut I want to see. Yes. I want to see that whole interaction with <laughs> with how he. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You have to do it. You work for me. What if I just land this plane somewhere else no. and not tell you? Like, yeah. So it's like, and that's part of, you know, Spielberg is, is you know, unfortunately well past his, his prime. His good films are way behind him. But like, that's the type of shit when you're watching a Spielberg film and you're like, this guy is so good. Yeah. You don't even give a shit. Don't care. It, yeah. does, it doesn't matter at all. You just don't fucking care because, goddamn, this is a great movie. And it, whether you're watching Jurassic Park or E.T. or Jaws or Indiana Jones or fucking Star Wars or whatever, you're just like, who gives a shit? This is great. <laughs> like, this is great. That's how good he is. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's a ride. Like, Temple of yeah. Doom is a straight up fucking ride from the moment that movie it's starts so to when it fun. ends. It really is so fun. There's just nothing wasted. It, it's, uh, yeah. I... It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. Yeah. So I'm I'm very thrilled that like his favorite character and now favorite movie is uh Indy. is an Indiana yeah, Jones. Nice. It's, yeah. You you can't pick a better character to love. Have you have you shown him Back to the Future yet? Not yet. I I uh soon I'm gonna do it. Um I have a feeling it'll <clears throat> I think most kids are gonna always gravitate to the second one because visually it's more interesting. Yeah. Um, even though it's not very good comparatively to the first one. Uh, but yes, I, I want to do maybe next weekend. I'll do uh, Back to the right. Future. Yeah, I think he'll like that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, is that it? That's, we got anything else? That's it. That's it. I gotta go. All I right. gotta take a piss. All right, gotta. I gotta um, pee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I said uh, that. That's cool. That's good. Your uh, thing. I like it. I like <laughs> that's it. my um, thing. That's my thing. I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a catchphrase man we're gonna have a catchphrase uh all right thank you for listening everybody um rate and review on itunes uh like and subscribe wherever uh follow us on twitter at bombcast podcast uh click the link for merch uh follow me on youtube at graham baker i mentioned it last week i'm doing these uh 60 second self-defense videos where you can learn some valuable and good shit about self-defense in 60 seconds so even if you have a terrible attention span uh, you can still learn some stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna watch those and learn some shit myself. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, yeah, I've got, I don't know, seven or eight up, and um, I'm doing them every week now. And uh, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I, I've gained like, I don't know, 60, 70 followers in the last month, and I'm, I'm trying to keep that going. Uh, I think I'm at like 199 right now. Oh, nice. So, I, yeah, yeah, it's getting up there. So, yeah, go ahead and follow me on YouTube. Um, and then, yeah, it, rate and review and share. It, it, like some people have reached out that they don't have, um iTunes, they don't have an iPhone, so they can't review the show on iTunes. Um, so review wherever you can. And if you can't, uh, share it. Just let, let people know about the show. That would help. Yeah. And uh, just want to say, uh, Graham, my brother, thank you for holding it down with that single episode you did that I just found out about recording this episode. <laughs> uh, and I love you, man. Uh, love you too, bro. And I love everybody who gives us a listen. I really do. Um, just uh, means the world to me. And it means even more that I get to chop it up with my boy, Graham, whenever we do this. So I agree. And, and you know, and we, we shout them out 
um, as much as we can, but like uh, seriously, um, Jesse and Conrad of yeah, Pro Wrestling yeah. Shoot and uh, everything Pro Wrestling. I was I was I was gonna I was gonna say that before you did. <laughs> Jesse and Conrad, I was on that, but he just beat me to it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit your part out anyway. <laughs> um, they're 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 they are very very supportive of us uh, on their own podcast and on Twitter. Thank you so, and they both say great things to us uh, personally as well. Um, and they each have really wonderful podcasts. I don't know anything about pro wrestling. Uh, and I still enjoy listening to their podcast. So I, I, if and if you are into pro wrestling, I highly recommend you uh, well, subscribe I, to their shows. I am into pro wrestling, as you know, Graham. And I, know uh, I would definitely say that you were not lying. I think Conrad's show, everything pro wrestling, is amazing. I've been on it myself. Uh, he does his on on YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. And Jesse's uh, the pro wrestling shoot is another great show, and. Both Jesse and Conrad will sometimes do shows together. So, you know, this is like a keep in the fam, you know. Uh, and they and they've both been guests on on, on our, our show, show too. Yeah, yeah. You can go back to the uh, the Suicide Squad with Conrad and uh, what did we do with Jesse? What did we talk we about? We did. With Jesse? Uh, oh shit. The Matrix. 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 Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah. Oh yeah. He loved it. He loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Jesse, we have to have to. I got to reach out to you about that one. It's like. Uh, <laughs> And, and and Jesse recently had us on his for his hundredth episode on on the pro wrestling shoot. Yeah. So uh, if you if you want a bridge to get into his show, uh, you could if you needed to start there, that'd be a good place yeah. to start. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that'll do it, guys. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, peace, peace. The Bombcast.